Hey, good morning, IBCM, and welcome to our time of daily Bible study and devotional time together we have each morning, Monday through Friday. Sorry, I'm a bit late this morning. We had uh, some family activity here uh, this afternoon and wasn't able to record it uh, on time. So uh, thank you for your patience and um, thank you for joining uh, at, the, at the time that we uh, were able to put it online today. Hey, we're, um, we're talking a little bit more this week, building on the theme from our celebration on Sunday, uh, uh, the theme of, of being stronger together. Yesterday, we looked at a passage from the Psalms that talked about being strong in the Lord. Today, I thought we would look at a passage in the book of Joshua in the Old Testament. So uh, in a moment, we'll read the first nine verses of the first chapter of the book of Joshua and talk about um, being strong together as God's people. But uh, first of all, I know you can't answer the question, but let me ask it anyway. How are you doing? How are things going so far this week? What issues and challenges are you facing? How can I pray for you? I would really like to know, and I would encourage you if there is a specific way you would like for me to pray for you, please um, email me or message me on Facebook and uh, let me know how I can pray for you. That's important to me. And um, uh, we love our church family and we want to be prayerful people. Praying for each other is powerful and important as the body of Christ. Let me uh, pray now as we begin our time of Bible study. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence in our lives, for your blessing. Uh, this week in the U.S., we're celebrating Thanksgiving Day in a few days. And so it's, it's a season here of thinking about the, the many things that we are grateful for. Uh, I've heard on the radio several times today, uh, people talking about, uh, on talk shows, talking about Thanksgiving and asking people to call in and tell them all the things that they are thankful for. Lord, my list of Thanksgiving is so long, uh, I, I, I would probably bore, bore people to death by saying, telling all the things that I'm, I'm thankful for. We are grateful. And uh, as we learned yesterday, having a, a grateful, or Sunday, having a grateful attitude is uh, a part of growing in spiritual strength. As we are growing strong together, uh, we, we have this attitude of gratitude that we express. And so we thank you, God, for being a good father, for giving us good gifts, for meeting our needs, but mostly for giving us a relationship with you through faith in Jesus Christ. And it is in that relationship that we uh, approach your word today, trusting your Holy Spirit to teach us and to build our faith as we study. So, Lord, here we are studying your word together, reading it together. We, we um, uh, place our submission before you and our desire to obey you in, in, uh, in all your, of your instructions. We want to be obedient children. So please teach us and open our eyes to the ways we can apply your word. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, let's read together now. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to, to 9. Joshua 1, 1 through 9. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, 
the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people prepared to cross over the Jordan to the, to the land I am giving the Israelites. I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness and, and Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates River, all the land of the Hittites, and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you, just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1. Verses 1 through 9. Now, the context of those instructions, that encouragement from the Lord, is based on Joshua and his task of organizing and mobilizing about a million or so Hebrew people to enter the land of Canaan, subdue the indigenous peoples whom God had designated as uh, reprobate and beyond hope, then to divide the lands among the 12, 12 tribes, and finally to settle it and establish a culture under the headship of Jehovah God. Not an easy task. Now, when you think about the 40 years in the wilderness and the variety of ways that the Hebrew people rebelled against Moses, rebelled against God, I mean, they were in the wilderness 40 years because of their stubborn rebellion. Add to that the stress and complexities of such a task. Add to that the people that the Hebrews had to deal with, the types of people in fortified cities in Canaan. Do you remember the previous report from the 12? Uh, men that Moses sent to scout out Canaan sometime before. Here was their report. We read it in, in Numbers, the book of Numbers. Here's what they said. Well, 10 of the men said this. The land we pass through to explore is one that devours its inhabitants. And all the people we saw in it are men of great size. We even saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. To ourselves, we seemed like grasshoppers, and we must have seemed the same to them. That was a report from 10 of the 12 men whom Moses sent years prior to scout out the land of Canaan as they approached the Jordan River. 
Of course, you remember that two of the 12 gave a good report. Their report was, yes, there are giants in the land. Yes, the people are great. They're mighty. They're strong. They have huge fortified fortifications around their cities. But if the Lord is sending us, surely he will go before us and give us success. Those two men who gave that good report were Caleb and Joshua. And so now Joshua has received the mantle of leadership from Moses. And on the eve of Joshua's leadership, the Lord spoke to him these instructions that we read in the first chapter of Joshua, verses 1 through 9. And from these instructions, we can draw valuable lessons about being strong together as God's people. Did you notice how many times the Lord instructed Joshua to be strong and courageous? Three times in these nine verses. And from this, we discover a very important principle. We can be strong and courageous, dependent upon our response and relationship with God's word. Notice that God said you can be strong and courageous if you observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. And then he gave them three very specific principles about our relationship to God's word. He says, first of all, do not turn from it to the left or the right. That communicates to me that we need to have a focus on God's word and that God's word needs to be the center of our life as individuals and of our life as a church family. If you recall, and I hope you do, one of our values is the word of God. In fact, that's the second value that we studied a couple of months ago. There's a value of worship, and then there's the value of God's word. And so God is speaking directly to Joshua, and he's saying, uh, observe it, keep it, obey it carefully. That word carefully implies an intentional, intense focus. It means providing systems and relationships and other guideposts around our lives so that we do not veer off the path of righteousness. Do you remember driving? Uh, have you driven? I'm sure you have to Baguio. And you recall the deep, you know, the deep canyons that the road winds around as it's going up the mountain. And, and uh, used to that some of those those deep turns would have no guardrail, but they've been putting up guardrails along the road so that the bus or the car or whatever the vehicle is doesn't go off the path and go rolling down the mountain. That's what God is saying to Joshua and God is saying to us now. We need to place guideposts, guardrails in our lives to keep us centered on God's word. We don't turn to the left or to the right because any turn away from God's word is a danger. 
to our spiritual lives. It will diminish our strength and our courage. Second thing he says, that God's word must not depart from your mouth. Now, what do you think, what do you think God means by that? It must not depart from your mouth. I think that speaks to our language and our speech. God's word should be so real and relevant, such a part of our lives that it becomes a natural form of speech for us. What we speak is directly related to the word of God, which we are studying and learning. And then the third thing he said was, we are to meditate on God's word day and night. That doesn't mean, that doesn't literally mean day and night. It's a figure of speech, which means often regularly. Meditate on it regularly. What do you think the word meditate means? What does that mean to you? When you hear the word meditate, what comes to your mind? Well, there might be several things that come to our minds when we hear that word meditate. Um, some might think of Eastern religions in which you have a mantra in your mind that you repeat over and over again. But that's not what the biblical word meditate means. Let me put it this way. We've talked about this before. It's a, it could be compared to the, the digestive process in a cow, in cattle. Um, in English, we say that cattle, uh, they, they chew a cud. So what they do is they eat grass, they swallow it, it goes into one stomach, they burp it up, they chew on it, chew on the cud. It's like a cud, a, a, like a, um, a bundle of, of hay that they chew again, swallow it, goes to a second stomach. This process happens three times. The cattle have three stomachs until the food is properly digested into the system. Meditate. Chew on it. Chew on it repeatedly often so that it is digested into your spiritual life. The other metaphor that we might use, and we've talked about this before too, is a dog gnawing on a bone. When, when, have, you, have you noticed when, when, there's, when a dog is gnawing on the bone, if you, if you reach down and even look like you're going to take that bone from their mouth, they'll kind of growl. That that growl sound is very close to the Hebrew word meditate. And so we might use that metaphor of a dog, you know, chewing on a bone, getting all the, all the nourishment possible from that bone. When God says meditate on his word day and night, that's what he has in mind, that chewing on the bone, that, that repeated uh, uh, eating and swallowing and eating and swallowing until until the, the, the meat of God's word is properly digested into our mind, our psyche, our heart, and our life. Observe carefully the whole instruction of God's word. Don't turn from it. Don't depart from it. In other words, our speech continues to speak it. And then we meditate on it constantly, repetitively, over and over, regularly. And here are the consequences. 
God told Joshua that if you observe carefully the whole instruction, which requires intentional focus, the center of our lives, speaking it from our heart, chewing on it until we digest it, there's strength. God says you will have prosperity. In other words, that word means to advance or to make progress. It's not becoming rich. That biblical word prosperity has nothing to do with wealth and riches. It all it has all to do with our advancement, our making progress toward God's ultimate goal in our life. And it brings good success. And the Bible's definition of success is to prove means to prove oneself wise and intelligent, to be circumspect in your conduct and behavior, to have a good reputation. We tend to think of prosperity and success in materialistic ways. But in God's view, prosperity and success have to do with our spiritual growth, our strength of faith. Be strong and courageous. God said to Joshua, who's about to lead a million or so people into Canaan to conquer it and settle it. Be strong and courageous. And that strength and courage is directly related to how we handle, relate with, and obey God's word. And then another very important principle. God tells Joshua not to fear or to be discouraged. So as we rightly handle, relate to, keep, observe, obey God's word, make it, we make it central to our lives, central to our speech. We experience prosperity and success in our life as followers of Jesus. Our, our strength and our courage are fortified. And so we are free from fear and discouragement. Why is that? Listen to verse 9 again. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We have two reasons to be strong and courageous. No, let's make that three. Three reasons to be strong and courageous. One, we are going on mission. We are following God's will and God's command for our lives. Two, we are observing carefully, obeying God's word. Three, the Lord is with us wherever we go. Where are you going today? Many of you are viewing this in the morning time. And there will be places that you go today. Where are you going? Wherever you go, the Lord is with you. Be strong and courageous. Listen again to what 
God told Joshua, I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads. Now, that's not that's not a principle we can apply literally to every place our foot treads. Let's look at it spiritually and metaphorically. That's where it has real value. This tells me that everywhere I walk, everywhere I journey, I have the promise that as God's obedient child, intentionally and intensely connected with God's word, obeying it, living it, aware of his presence, everywhere my foot treads, I can be strong and courageous. I can experience the kind of prosperity and good success that the Lord desires for me to have. That's amazing. Where are you going today? You can have prosperity and good success. You can be strong and very courageous because the Lord is with you. Some of you may be viewing this, experiencing this Bible study in the evening at the close of the day. Where have you been today? Did you notice God's presence? Did you experience his word? Did you experience his blessing? Did, did you uh, experience your strength of faith being fortified as you met the challenge, as you accomplished the task that you set out to accomplish? Think about your day. Was there a time that you missed God's presence? We, IBC Manila, and all of you who are not part of our church family as regular members, but you are part of our family because you perhaps worship with us or you're in, involved in this daily Bible study or other uh, ministries of our church. We're God's children. We're a family. We are strong together. And our strength is maintained, fortified, increased as we relate to God's word. Observe carefully the whole instruction of God's word. Don't turn from it. Don't let it depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. And the Lord's promise is you will be prosperous. You will have good success. You will be free from fear and discouragement because the Lord is with us. Emmanuel, wherever we go. Let's be strong and very courageous today as we live out our faith before the world. Father, thank you for these instructions. Thank you for this reminder from Joshua's life. Wow, what a huge task he faced. Probably most of us will never encounter such a challenge as Joshua faced. And we know from the story that he was successful, that he led the children of Israel into the promised land. Thank you, God, for these instructions. Thank you that by the power of your word and the power of your presence, our relationship with you and your word, our willingness to carefully obey everything the word teaches us, we're thankful for the promise that we can be strong of faith, courageous of action, free from fear and discouragement. 
Thank you, Lord. And we pray that today we will be strong and very courageous in our discipleship. And Lord, again, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are studying your word with me. I pray, Lord, that your face will shine upon them, that you will bless them, that you will provide for them everything they need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I pray, Lord, that, that they will continue to grow in spiritual maturity, grow in their faith, grow in their strength, and that today they will bear much fruit for your kingdom. Thank you, Father. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining with me this morning. I pray and hope that it was an encouragement to you. I pray you'll have a great day, that you'll be strong and very courageous today. And I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning as we study God's word together. Thank you. Love you. Pray for you every day. God bless.